everyone it is your girl sam back with another episode of everything in me and i'm still on my high um, of launching the website i've gotten so much good feedback so much good construct you know constructive feedback i want to be honest with you i kind of threw it together and um this episode is kind of kind of is going to kind of detail as to why what led me to that point and why is it here so rapidly um under normal conditions what i mean by normal conditions i mean conditions that basically say okay well you have the time that you need the the planning that you need the um overall experience that you need and here's your product i didn't do that with this i had an aha moment and i ran with it and i know in my previous episode I talk about perfectionism and I am a person who loves to be perfect, loves to be within my zone and doing everything right, doing everything exactly how it's supposed to be done, X, Y, and Z. But I have learned very quickly that that is really and truly not what I'm supposed to be doing. And so with that being said, um, I'm trying to learn how to get out of that comfort zone of wanting to be right, wanting to be perfect, wanting to be on point, wanting to be, you know, so put together when I'm not really feeling put together. And what that led me to is the fact that I realized based off of decisions that I made, um, engagements that I participated in, I really and truly started to invest in others way more attention, resources, time, um, just overall care, thought into others' lives and situations and circumstances and well-being instead of my own. My self-care was almost rushed. My self-care was almost, here you go, check it off the list. Sam is doing it for herself. Boop, boop. Okay, now back to whatever I owe this person or whatever I feel like I need to give this person or whatever I feel like I've taken from this person and I need to figure out a way to um, make up for it and really extend myself into a place that I shouldn't be. And, you know, it, it was something that just came to me kind of just, I hate to say it, but like yesterday, really, honestly, you know, after everything that I had been dealing with, I realized that I had just been completely submerging myself in different ways into other people's circumstances, other people's lives. And I wasn't giving myself you know, what I needed. I had a meetup with some wonderful women, some women who have known me before I was born. Um, And, you know, my sister, her friend, her daughter, and I had started, you know, she, a friend of hers, my, one of my dream team, Carol, she started this kind of meetup where we got together and we talked about accountability. We explored different things in our lives and, you know, just put everything on the table. And, you know, we only were able to get together one or two times. And I really miss that. I miss that idea of just being a woman, being around other women from different backgrounds, different points of view, but being in a safe place, being in a place where regardless of your decisions, it wasn't something that was going to be like you were going to be on trial or judged or abused, but things that you may have not seen were going to be pointed out. And they may be addressed or they may be recommended or they, you know, it may spark um, personal 
things that they have gone through and experiences and outcomes that they have gone through and they shed light on it. So you didn't feel alone and you didn't feel like you were the only one in that circumstance. And it's such a beautiful thing to, you know, have people willing to go down that route with you and to be so vulnerable with you. It, it, like, I'm so grateful for that experience, but you know, I know all of these things, you know, lead up to the things that I'm able to see now. But overall, I just recognized like little things that I was doing. It wasn't big things like at night, going to bed and my thoughts, my concerns, my prayers were for others as they should be. But I never really, you know, thought to think of my own circumstance and my own dreams. You know, I kind of mentioned this after like completing my master's. My thing was like, what's next? What am I doing? You know, and I am very much goal oriented and I always try to figure out, okay, how can I continue to grow? How can I continue to push forward? But another part of me is like, okay, you're doing that, but you're simultaneously lifting others, working with others, worried about others and their circumstances and how they're going to sleep tonight. And you're losing sleep. And I love sleep. I think that's a big reason as to why I haven't been able to record these podcasts because the best time and the only, you know, time for me to really record them is in the evening at night. And my first thing is I want to go to sleep. I don't want to be up. So, you know, I sacrifice this a lot of the times, but I do miss it. I really, really do because I feel like it was an outlet for me. It is an outlet for me and I want to continue to do it. I want to continue to embrace it. Um, but going back to just investing in other people. So there's many ways in which you can invest in other people. And like I mentioned, for instance, thinking about other people's lives, their other circumstances that they're going through, the outcomes that they've you know, been faced with, the challenges that they have, consuming your brain in general, which is things that you know are not for you to deal with. They're not in your path. They're not in your destiny. They're not in your space. They're not on your plate, but you put it on your plate. You're like, oh, let me take it from you. That's one of the ways. Um, offering yourself when you know the things that you need to get done are now going to be sacrificed. They are now going to be um, limited. You're going to have to rush. You're going to have to save that for another day. You're going to have to tell yourself no. Now, that that is a scary thing because time is so valuable. And here you are saying, let me take a little bit away from me and take a little bit more. I'm never going to bring it back. I'm never going to fight for more. I'm not going to... So what I started noticing is that when I did have my own time to do whatever the hell I wanted to do, I was so backed up with things that I needed to do that I hadn't done and I should have done, but I didn't make time for it because I made time for other things. And I just became so overwhelmed that you almost lose momentum because you're like, dude, I'm just like, I got so much to do. It doesn't matter if I take two hours, I'm still never really going to get anything done. And as you start to notice, like, where does time go? Oh, It goes to others. Now, it's conflicting when you want to live a life of service where you are servicing others, you are investing in others, you are giving your gift, sharing your gift, um, uplifting, praying, you know, helping others. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you start to deprive yourself and start to not see the same investment in yourself or um, a way to bounce back, rejuvenate, to understand that you basically have an opportunity to um, be in a better place. But because 
you have decided to share your time with others or doing things that don't necessarily need, you're just getting away of things. Um, you start to realize like something's got to change. Something is off. Something is not making sense because I have the same 24 hours as Beyonce and I can't seem to get anything done for myself. So these little things start hitting you. These little things start, you know, popping into your head and sometimes you know it. So sometimes you just know I overextend myself. I have overcommitted to helping someone else out. And the reason why I use investment is because the reality is you have so much to lose. If I said to you, you know, go ahead and help someone out by sharing your car with them, but it's going to require you to lose 60 hours out of your week. You kind of start to think about that because then there's the numbers. Then there's the actual time that is lost that you will never get back. And that's why I use the word investment because you think that you're just helping. You're helping someone else. But in reality, in a lot of cases, you're investing. You are giving up your resources for someone else in ways that either no one else has done for you, not to say that you can be malicious and just say, okay, well, no one's done it for me, so I'm not going to do it for other people. But you are depriving yourself of the resources you need. So now you are sitting at home, not eating because you can't go to the grocery store. Um, You are, you know, trying to find ways to skimp on the things that you need to get done, whether it be self-care. So just taking care of your feet, um, taking care of your hair, you know, getting the facial you need so badly because your skin has been breaking out because you're stressed or, you know, there's so many different things that you alter because you start to invest in other people. Now, you may say like, okay, well then what am I to do? Just spend all this time with myself and just do everything that I want to do and never give up my time, never give up my resources, never be there for anybody else? No, 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 no. That's not that's not close to what I'm saying. <clears throat> I think more or less what I'm trying to say is that you have to recognize and understand the boundaries that exist in investing in other people. And more specifically, boundaries, that means the limits that exist are 80 to 90% of your needs taken care of. If they are not taken care of, you need to dial it back. You are overly extending yourself into someone else's circumstance, into someone else's situation. And now you are starting to get to a critical low of what you're capable of giving yourself or taking care of yourself or doing for yourself. Because the reality is, No one, absolutely no one is volunteering to lose himself. And as you start to grow and evolve and manage multiple things, it's very easy to lose yourself. It's very easy to find yourself in this pit. You know, once you start to juggle things like a relationship or parenting or a career or activities or hobbies or, you know, obligations or faith or um, you know, being a great in, in different types of relationships. So not just like a partner, but friendships, um, showing up for others, you start to start to tax that time that you have for yourself. And the reality is a day by day, you know, waking up and taking care of what you need to take care of. That's a gift. That's something that's not 
given to everyone. You know, this all stems, in my opinion, from the value we place on doing things for others versus ourselves. It seems more valuable, more of a priority to invest, to support, to guide, to work with, to help out others versus ourselves. Because there is a connotation that we're selfish, we're self-centered, we are, um, you know, worried about the wrong things, we're not trying to give back, um, we're just not in the business of helping one another and supporting one another. This whole connotation that, you know, you are a bad person because you don't spend most of your time with someone else or for someone else or doing for others. Well, the reality is, I know I feel good when I see someone else um, investing in themselves, helping themselves, putting themselves in a place to win, putting themselves in a place to be happy. Like that's my whole goal. If you can have that light switch to say, you know what? I'm going to stop choosing others and I'm going to choose myself and I'm going to fight for myself and I'm going to do for myself in ways that no one else has done for me. I'm so excited. I'm rooting for you. I'm like, let's go. It's about time because I see the value in others. Let it be me. Let that person be me. I don't have those self-talks. You know, I may say, you know what, Sam? You need to get your shit together because you've been, you've been doing too much. But I don't necessarily say I need to invest in myself. This didn't come to me until yesterday, okay? Now, I, I really do try to do my best because I understand how important it is to have self-care and how important it is to, you know, value yourself and put yourself in a better place to win. But I fall short of that all the time because I'm worried about other people. I'm, I'm praying for them. I'm worried about their well-being. I'm worried that God is looking over them. But the reality is, as I'm diverting from my path, my destiny, my passion, I am now putting myself in a place where things that don't concern me, things that he is taking care of, he has already planned out, mapped out. I'm feeling like, well, if I could have a word, I would say based off of the last two weeks of us engaging every other day, I think it's best if this person has this in their life or the things that we've talked about, they have that in their life. But I have no control, no say-so of what goes on in their lives. And that's the concept of, you know, God, please help me to let go of the things that I cannot control. I cannot control. And a part of that is control. I feel like if I'm invested, if I'm spending the time in these matters, I can manipulate. I can be a part of the outcome. I can enforce something. I can have an impression. I can impact. I can alter. I can adjust things that I can't see. But the reality is it takes the accountability. It takes the motivation, the sight of the individual who is walking by faith and not by sight to have the outcome in which that I'm more than likely am seeking, but I'm not paying attention that it's already happening. I just need to get out the way. I need to stop. Sometimes we're enabling people. We are allowing them to sit in their filth, to sit 
and their negativity to sit in their lack of motivation and accountability because we feel valuable. We feel useful. We feel like I love when someone can count on me. I love when they can call me at a drop of a dime and I rearrange my whole schedule to show up for them and be there for them. Don't get me wrong. I think it's 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 case by case because you have to decipher what moments are you in, you know, are you really called for? There are circumstances in which you are needed. You are warranted. You are a person that they are seeking out because that is something that you bring to the table that it is meant for you to be there. But then there are other times that you are being dragged and you will be pulled and you are being expected and you are being manipulated and you are being used and abused in places in their lives that you don't belong. All because of their selfish needs and wants and expectations of you. You have to pull back. You have to adjust. You have to, you have to get the grips over what is happening right now and what is going on in your life versus their life. Because the reality is if you find yourself, okay, you know what? I'm struggling to get things done. I can't seem to reach my own goals. Sometimes I don't even know what they are anymore. Um, I'm fighting to balance or find myself aligned in the things that I set out to do. You got to take a step back and say, well, what's taking up the time? What is put, you know, pulling me further and further from where I want to be? And that was my moment yesterday. That was my moment where I said, you know what? What am I doing in all of this to give me the outcome of like, no, Sam, you don't, you don't have time for that. You have to take care of like your, your stomach. You have to take care of your, your skin real quick. You got to take care of the fact that you're exhausted real quick. You have to take care of the fact that your body is not functioning in the ways that it should anymore because it's been giving itself to others for so long or just for this month or this, this season. And it's just not making sense. It's not functioning properly. You know, stress is a mother. Stress comes out and looks so different to everyone. You know, there's good stress and there's bad stress. You know, good stress being like you want to achieve something and you're being challenged and you are being tested and you are still motivated and you are still eager and you are just using all your tools, pulling them out your bag, left and right to knock things out the park. But then there's a stress that you don't even realize that sits in you in places, in circumstances you don't even notice where, you know, you're trying to go out of your way to handle something or take care of something and things aren't lining up. You're realizing this, this is harder than you thought it was going to be. You know, this is going to take longer than you thought it was going to take. This is going to alter your plans in so many ways, but you've already committed. So you already feel like, you know what? It's cool. I'm here. I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyways. But the, the reality of saying no, the guilt that sits behind saying no, the lack of control that, that sits behind saying no, it truly, truly moves you. I know that's something that regardless if I understand it or not, saying no 
in certain circumstances is super easy. But letting somebody down or feeling as though I'm letting someone down is never something I volunteer to do. It's very hard for me to do. Sometimes I can use it and kind of like shimmy it and just be like, oh, I'm not going that way. So I can't drop you off or, oh, I don't know how to use that program. So I can't help you with that. Oh, you know, I don't just come out and say, no, you know, no, it's not happening. No, because being that bad guy reminds me of the people who told me no or hurts me in ways that it doesn't necessarily hurt them. There's been times that I've said no in a roundabout way and I've found a way to make it right by saying yes in another roundabout way and clearing my guilt so I could sleep or so I could feel better or so I could accommodate that person. But I think for me, what I had to realize is that by me absorbing and saying yes in so many ways, I deter the growth, the challenges, the obstacles in which these individuals or circumstances are supposed to hit them. Like they're supposed to face this. They're supposed to deal with it in some way, shape or form. I'm just putting that bandaid over them, over it another time. So they don't feel it, but I feel it because the things that I care about, the things that I want are so far away from me now. They, They just almost don't exist because it seems like I can't catch up. I can't see the clarity. I can't see the hope in all of this. I can't see the other side. What do I do? How do I move? How do I make this happen? How do I break this? You know, when you decide to invest in yourself, there's so much that goes into that. When you decide to show up for yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to give myself the fighting chance to be able to be where I want to be, do what I want to do, when I want to do it, and how I want to do it. You definitely probably let some people down because they're like, well, damn, I thought they were going to be able to look out again, or I thought they were going to be able to help me. And instead you choose yourself. So that to them seems like, oh, they don't care about me. They don't want what's best for me. But what they realize is the fact that whatever they may be going through, whatever they're dealing with, a lot of times they've already been equipped. They've been prepared. They've been taken care of. They've been well fit for this circumstance. But by you putting yourself in the way, by you making yourself an option, making yourself an opportunity, you take away that learning, that skill, that, 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 that fight in them. You know, everyone is is cut differently. I'm very well aware of that. But I think depending on the avenue, depending on if the conditions are right, if they are truly right, they are working together, they can really, really brighten up a person's future. And I think that's a huge part as to why I connect with people on different levels and I really see things in them that they don't always see in themselves. Because I see those conditions coming together. I see, and some say, oh, it's just, you know, you wishing, you, you know, um, believing in something that may may or may not be there. Um, You just being, you know, pity, having pity for other people and 
hopes and dreams for other people that don't really exist. I get that. I completely get that. I could shoot. I could probably see that myself, but the reality is I want what's best for people because I deserve what's best for me. I deserve what's best for my circumstance and my journey and knowing that I prepared for the door that I'm going to open next or it's going to open for me next because I showed up for myself because I invested in myself and I can't imagine what type of impact or outcome that would be for others to see that, to believe that, to witness that. You know, I think it's important to people to understand that fear lives in all of us, but how we create that relationship, how we um, foster or feed into that relationship is different for everyone. You know, I'm very, very playful with fear in certain sense. And I let fear run my life and have a role in my life in ways that I've never let anybody else on this earth have. And I recognize that in so many ways and I'm fighting against that every day. I really and truly am. I really am working on that because To be fearless means that I open my full potential, that I open all the opportunities for me, that I walk through all those doors that are already waiting on me to to open. To know that that's the only reason why I haven't done those things is because I let fear seem like the big bad wolf, seem like the thing that is more valuable, that is more important, that has more weight over the freedom and the opportunity and the the newness and the path and the journey is is saddening to me. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm more than sure my dream team has seen all of these things and, and, you know, and in their own ways have called me out on it and I get it. But the reality is with anything, it's up to me. It's truly up to me to say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I don't care what comes of it. So, that's what led me to my latest venture. You know, I've talked, like I said to you guys, I, I talked to you guys about it before. So you're not necessarily surprised. I'm surprised. I will tell you this because this is not who I've always been. This is an evolution of the person that I've known. And it's almost like, you know, when something's on autopilot and I'm just witnessing this, I feel like out of body. Like I really do. Granted, I I put this thing out into the world and I wasn't really like all there when I did it. I'm not going to lie. It was last minute put together, but it was because of this aha that when you invest in others, you take away from yourself that I said, you know what? I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to put myself in a place where I can win. I'm going to put myself in a place where I deserve because the reality is nobody else is going to put me where I'm supposed to be but myself. I need to do the work. I need to make the investment. I need to have something to lose in order to feel engaged. That's something I always say about anyone or anything. You cannot fight. You cannot engage. You cannot associate with someone who has nothing to lose. I want you to think about that. I want you to really, really start to do your Rolodex and understand who is in your team, it could even be you, who has nothing to lose. When you're dealing with that, that person is 
is savage. What's to lose? Or that person is so is beyond drowning at this point. This person is drowned and is is now figuring out how to be a fish. Okay, they're they're not even looking for air anymore. Like it's metamorphosis time. Like we need to find a way to be a fish because at this point it is what it is. And you need to start thinking about. I need to have people who are motivated because there's things to lose and there's so there's so much more to gain. Because if I don't ask these questions, if I don't take this bet, if I don't take this route, I'll never be able to find out what's for me. I'll never be able to see it. I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want to experience it. I know that stems from confidence. I know that stems from self-esteem and motivation. But even just the saying, fake it till you make it, the concept of faking something is to believe something that doesn't necessarily maybe exist, but you're setting yourself up for a what if, what if I had the confidence? What if I had the motivation? What if I had all the tools necessary? Where, where would that leave me? What would that feel like? What would come because of this? Now, when you start to think this, what happens? Fear, fear shows up. Fear is like, ha ha, oh, you thought you could think. You thought that you could figure it out without me. Well, I'm right next to you now. Let's go. Let's explore that. But what if you said, you know what, fear? Come on. Let's go together. But let's see who wins. Let's see who really, really gets to shine. I know it won't be you. It'll be me. You know why? Because I'm in control now. I have the time. Oh, I've got the time. And I also got the mindset. The reality is everything and anything we go through is a learning experience, not a loss, a learning experience. We get to decide if it's good or bad. Now, I want to be clear. When you are going through something that feels negative, I need you to count on your dream team. You need to send out that player who plays that part where they're able to shift upgrade your way of thinking, navigate things differently from a better perspective and give you clarity in ways that you can't do for yourself. That's what my dream team is here for. They're here, they are here to catch me, to help me, to put me in places for me to win in ways that I can't do it for myself. I've used my dream team and I hate to use the word use. I've leaned on my dream team in so many ways that I cannot see myself having a fighting chance without them because we all need support. Don't get me twisted. And, you know, you might say, okay, well, Sam, here you are saying, oh, you know, um, how can someone help you? How can someone be a part of your life? And you telling me to not invest in them, but you got your dream team investing in you. I want to be very clear. Investing is different than having a relationship. These individuals, I have a over a, a relationship that's developed over time and it has not just been a, a single moment where it's been completely about me. It has been a mutual thing. It has been something that has been designed where I feed, you know, they feed me, I fuel them and vice versa. And that's the uniqueness of the dream team because they allow my dreams to come true. 
you know, I definitely want to talk about that more in depth and highlight every single one of them, but it is their backs that I stand on because I couldn't see myself in this place, you know, without God and them, I really don't know where I would be. And it's also cliche, but it's the reality because those are people just like I see in others. They see in me things that I don't always see. They point things out to me that I don't always get. And I'm so grateful for it because I listen, because I believe them and because I show up for them in ways that benefit me and benefit them to know that my love for them is unconditional, that, you know, in any way, shape or form that I can also believe in their dreams and support their dreams and, you know, help navigate their dreams. I'm all for it. And sometimes That means leaving them alone, letting them figure it out, letting them, you know, go without in order to force themselves to see the value in what they're doing. All of these things take time. All of these things take you being present, you being awake, you being willing and vulnerable. I am so vulnerable right now, but I'm so open. You cannot allow yourself to gain access to better and greater things. If you are not vulnerable, if you are not open to it, if you are not looking for it, if you are not clear enough or in a space where if it were to show up on your front door, you would answer. If you are distracted by others, if you are worried about others, if you're doing for others, you're not even home. You're not even home to answer the door. You don't even know what that looks like. That's my point. You have to show up for yourself. You have to be vulnerable. You have to look for these opportunities. You have to welcome them into your lives. You have to see the value in you, the good in you, the opportunity, the same methods, tools, advice, um, well-being, prayers that you give others. Apply that to your life. Apply that to your life and sit back and watch how you elevate and watch how you grow and evolve and fight. You know, there is comfort in knowing that everyone's destiny, everyone's future is already mapped out. And it's not by you. It's by him himself. And when we extract ourselves, it may feel... You know, like I mentioned before, where we're letting them down and we're not available anymore and what's going to happen and what does that mean? But once you realize the fact that you have been starved because you've given up more of yourself than you could ever give, that's when you start to recognize that balance or change or alignment needs to happen. And your balance is probably not 50-50. Let's, let's be honest. Ain't no such thing as no 50-50, okay? And that's for everything, you know? There's 70% of water on this earth, okay? Ain't no 50-50. But what there is, this sense of a cycle of renew, of this cycle of hitting your highs, hitting your lows, um, growing, hibernating, you know, absorbing this whole, like, you know, rhythm that's there and catching that rhythm that only you can feel, only, you know, only you are privy to 
you got to be present. You got to be vulnerable. You got to be open. Be there. You got to see it. You got to want it. You got to, you know, pay attention to it. You got to point in that direction. So by doing so, it's going to take away from others. It's going to take away from other things. And that's okay because those things are taken care of. Not by you, but they're taken care of. And for those who don't feel as though they're being taken care of or it is being taken care of, they obviously have a, a negative or a underdeveloped relationship when it comes to or their faith in God, in themselves, in the life that they live and the tools that they've learned. And they need to look within because the reality is we are all equipped with every battle, every storm, every uncertainty we already have. It's a test. It's a test of our us being present. It's a test of us, you know, believing in ourselves. Listen, I'm not perfect. You know, you guys, I've told you that in many, many cases. I haven't believed in myself in so many ways. But right now, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Everyone, everything is where it's supposed to be, how it's supposed to be, doing what it's supposed to be doing. At that given moment, when you are out of whack or you are not where you're supposed to be, you're going to feel it. But even as you feel it, you're still where you're supposed to be. If that even makes sense to you. And when you decide to get back on track or get back aligned, that's where you're supposed to be. So you cannot fight it. You cannot save it. You cannot manipulate it. You cannot change it. You cannot reshift it, shape it. No, no, it don't work like that. So believe in yourself, count on yourself, bet on yourself, take time to yourself, um, you know, root for yourself, do for yourself in ways that you've never done before because you will encourage other people to do the same thing. It's not easy doing it alone. I'm not going to lie to you. Let's, let's be honest. You can't always be a one man bam. But that's how you look at your dream team. That's how you understand where they come into play and how at the end of the day, you still got to put in that work. You still got to show up. You still got to do what you got to do. But how you do it, when you do it, why you do it is different. I really, really hope that you guys understood my messaging and where I'm coming from. And, you know, as always, I just appreciate everyone and anyone listening. I've grown so much since. I started these in January. So much has happened since these things started in January. And it's been a hell of a fucking ride. And I'm grateful to have a platform, have a place that I feel like I belong, that I feel like I can express myself, be honest, be true. And more than anything else, connect with people who understand, who are looking, who are searching, who are wanting to be in a better place. You know, everythinginme.com is my passion on the World Wide Web. And it's a place where hopefully I can gain access to people like yourself to uplift and to encourage and to be that voice and to be that support system that we all need. I would love to be a part of your dream team. I would love to be that person who is fueling you and giving you life in ways that is in balance with me, but in a place in your life where I come in every single time you need me. So I really hope everyone takes care of themselves and, you know, it's safe. It's, it's still crazy out here in this world. And you go and vote. You vote. Please vote. Until my next episode, guys.